Let's talk Braves baseball now. Justin Toscano is the Braves beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He does a great job of covering this team, and we also uh, suggest you listen to the podcast that he does. We'll let Justin tell us more about that. He had an interview with Alex Anthopoulos a few days ago with uh, the one and only Jay Black leading the way there. And, Justin, we're thrilled to have our program from spring training and yeah tell everybody more about the podcast so they can uh, make that a, a regular listening habit yeah thanks for having me guys yeah it's really good to be on with you guys and um, hopefully can do it again you know at different points throughout the season but yeah so at the AJC we started a podcast sure. called the Braves Report and um, really what we wanted when I got the job last year um, around this time actually when I started was uh, when we have Jay Black, and before I even get into, into any of this, he's the best teammate ever. Jay is what makes the show run. Um, I couldn't do it without him. Like, he makes us sound great. He's got great ideas. And so what we really wanted um, was to kind of tell the stories behind the scores. Uh, so there's analysis. We've got interviews. But really, I mean, I'm in the clubhouse day in, day out. So it's a lot of the little nuggets I pick up and a lot of, you know, getting to know guys and how they tick and really relaying that into the analysis. So it's been really fun. Like you mentioned, we had Alex on the other day, and we, you know, to this day, thank him for his time out of a busy day. Um, and we've had other interviews, and it's, it's been a lot of fun uh, to kind of compliment the writing. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a different speed, and there's nobody better to work with on that than, uh, than Jay Black, who's the best in the biz. Yeah, Jay does a great job and known him for a long time. Justin, obviously we're three days away from the start of the games being uh, started. And, uh, look, on paper, uh, th- this team looks really, really good. There are, are questions, are areas of concern, shortstop, left field, and the curiosity, if you will. I don't think it's a concern about the fifth starter spot. But what are the things that have kind of stood out to you so far? Right. Yeah. So I, I love the depth on the, on this team. I mean, I think that that's what they've done such a good job at, right? Is you have star level players like Ronald Acuna, Max Freed, Michael Harris will get there. Austin Riley, Spencer Strider um, is another budding star, but you've got depth. And I think that's what you need. You can, you can look at the undecided fifth starter spot, um, the competition left field as a couple spots that maybe could have been addressed this offseason, but I think they did a really good job regardless. They added Sean Murphy and still have Travis Darnot, so that should be, if all goes well, um, one of the best catching tandems, if not the best in baseball. Um, and then you look at the bullpen. I think they just have so much depth in terms of guys, you know, two or three guys who aren't going to make the opening day roster that could make a lot of other bullpens in baseball um, and, you know, could have made this one. I, I really think whether it be that or four or five options in left field, it's not a top-heavy roster. And in this sport, you cannot win with one, two, three, or even four players. I mean, you need, you really, really need depth, not even just because it's a long season with twists and turns and injuries. You need it um, because eventually depth pulls forward uh, come postseason time. And it's so, so important. And that's kind of what stood out to me is you have the stars, and they looked good. Max Freed looked good today. Ronald Acuna hit a home run off of him. Spencer Strider looked great. Uh, Acuna's looked great in BP. Um, Vaughn Grissom's looked good. Uh, kind of what you would expect so far before the games start. You can't really glean too much, but I really, really love the depth. Justin, a lot of fans are, are curious to see Sean Murphy behind the play just because he's 
he was playing in Oakland, and nobody cares about Oakland. But uh, you, you highlighted in your in your re- reporting about a, a drill that he was doing the other day when he was throwing the ball to first base. I mean, it sounds like his presence uh, behind the plate, literally, is going to be a, a big deal for this team. He, he just seems like uh, and sounds like he's a beast behind that plate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that when you looked at it, that's maybe where the Braves haven't been um, under Alex Anthopoulos. They've had good catchers and have gotten a lot out of that spot, but they've never had an elite one like this. Uh, Travis Darno has been great, but Sean Murphy is on a different level than a, a lot of catchers in baseball, not named JT Riomito, um or Will Smith. I mean, just the arm. Like, I know there's not a ton, like I just said, that you can, you can kind of glean from these drills. But, yeah, I mean, just how fluid he was. You, you could tell a difference between Sean Murphy and the other catchers out there a couple days ago. And, and just every throw was on the money. I mean, you know, and on and on a line, too. Not much bend. Um, I mean, he, he's got an elite arm. He's got an elite pop time. Like, you can, the metrics will tell you that. Um, your eyes will tell you that. But in those drills, I mean, just, just the way he effortlessly kind of, like, gets up without a hitch to throw to second or if he's throwing to first shifts his body i mean it's just it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and it's going to be beneficial for the braves because look as much as we're talking about the pitch clock you know and the adjust the pitchers adjusting to it it's going to add a new wrinkle to the running game because you're not going to be able to control the running game in the way you once were with pitchers only getting two disengagements uh per plate appearance so a, a good defensive catcher, an elite defensive catcher, is going to make all the difference, and it, it, it's probably going to be more of a separator than it already was. Uh, and he still, I mean, he's told me that he doesn't care as much about the offense. He, you know, he works on that, but he, you know, he could go for five, and if the team won and he called a good game, it, it'd be great for him. But he's got some pop in that bat too, so I'd watch out. Justin, uh, we we know that there are limitations now on what the pitcher can throw to first base when there's a run run. Are there any limitations on the catcher? Is that going to be part of of this, that the catcher, like Sean Murphy, can throw behind the runner at first base as much as he wants? Yes, yes, as I understand it. And that's going to be... That's going to be important because you got. It's going to be one of those things where you've got to at least show you can do it, right? And so I, I think that's going to be really important to have a catcher who can kind of just put it in hitter. T- even if even if it's not a threat to get him on the back pick or anything like that, um, you've got to put it in their heads. I mean, a lot of teams are going to be looking to run, especially against a team like the Braves, because opponents know the Braves can score. You know five, six, seven, eight runs a game. Uh, you know, or three or four runs in an inning, they can get on you quick. Teams are going to be running on them um, or try to run and, and see that maybe, you know, as a catalyst for some offense. But you, he's Sean Murphy's going to have to at least put it in their head. And that's, yes, that's going to be important because the catcher is going to be able to throw over to first. And that's the way you're going to be able to kind of um, to kind of try to control the running game. But a lot of it, too, is, you know, you have to, if the pitcher is, you know, the pitch clock's kind of coming down. You can use a mountain and that doesn't count as a disengagement. Or, you know, it's, it's going to have to be times to home for pitchers are going to have to be so important. Uh, and all this is even more important because the bases are a little bigger this year, so the distance between them is a little smaller. Justin, any young pitchers standing out to you so far? Hard to tell right now, um, but, you know, Ian Anderson – has looked good uh, by all accounts from Brian Snicker so far. 
Um, we'll see if he can kind of get back. Spencer Strider looked tremendous today. Um, I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be interesting, especially because I don't think the Braves, you know, have as much room. Jared Schuster is, you know, probably their top prospect, and he's a left-handed pitcher. They just don't have, you know, a need for a Spencer Strider like they did last year or a Michael Harrison. So just without, you know, most of these spots are locked up. And so I would say, you know, Ian Anderson has looked good so far um, and has done a live BP. We haven't gotten to see much of Mike Soroka. Um, we haven't gotten to see uh, a ton of these young guys just because they're probably not going to be very, very prominent on, on the roster, the prospect side of things, the non-roster invitees. Um, but it's that alludes to how it's such a deep pitching staff, and uh, they're in good shape. It'll be fun to watch to see how the pitchers get their innings as they uh, try to figure out this pitching staff. Justin Toscano has been our guest and we hope you'll follow him. It's Justin C. Toscano on Twitter, right, Justin? Yep, you nailed it. All right, good deal. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you on the program, and, yes, we do hope to have you on again during spring training, and uh, I look forward to meeting you when I'm down there next month. Sounds good. Yeah, look forward to it, and thanks for having me. Thank you very much, Justin Toscano, our guest.